welcome to today's episode of Heart, Home, Faith. I'm your host, Olivia, and as always, thank you so much for tuning in today. Welcome to the start of a new year. Okay, I know. As Catholics, we get really amped up about the liturgical new year because we get to celebrate that at the end of November. And then we also get to celebrate the whole new calendar year on January 1st. Really, if you're a person like me who loves setting goals and things, this is great news. But for the season of Advent, I wanted to spend just a few moments each week during the Moment for Moms episode to talk about something that struck me from the past Sunday's Sunday readings at Mass. I'm using my Every Sacred Sunday journal, which I have talked about and which I need to tell you, if you don't have one, put it on your Christmas list because it is an amazing, amazing tool to really help you enter into the Mass and to help you with Lexio Divina, which is essentially what I'll be doing over these next four weeks of Advent during a moment for moms. So let's dive in. There are several different ways to do Lexio Divina, but the one that I have the most experience with is not actually the one where you place yourself in that particular Bible passage. It's where you read and as you are reflecting on the readings, as you are reflecting on the scripture, you notice what word stands out to me and then, or phrase, and then you take yourself and you say, why? And then you think about what does God want me to do with this word or phrase? I can't take credit for this. It is our pastor who has taught me how to do this. So no, I don't have all the answers, but this is something that I find so beneficial to think of before mass and during mass. What word or phrase jumps out at me? Is it different? Is it the same? Why? Well, today's first reading, because I'm recording this on Sunday, before Monday, today's first reading was from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 63, 16 through 17, 19, and 64, 2 through 7. Yes, There is a lot of different chunks of the book of Isaiah wrapped up into this one first reading. But this phrase was the one that stood out to me and is just so perfect for Advent. It says, While you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for. As you know, hopefully, we have lit the candle of hope in our Advent wreath this week. The first week of Advent is all about hope. And hope is something so, so integral to who I am. It's a part of me. I can't live without hope. It's a part of all of us. We cannot live without hope. But during the season of Advent, I've been reflecting on the mystery of the incarnation. What perhaps are these awesome deeds that we couldn't even dare to hope for? Well, We could hope for it because God told us it was coming. But 
Never in our wildest dreams as fallen people could we understand or even imagine the love that God has for us. Never could we, unless God told us, could we have hoped for the mystery of his son Jesus being born unto us. If you want to talk about an awesome deed, that is it. What ways are we holding out on hoping for amazing things in our lives? Are we stuck? Are we stuck in a place of feeling dissatisfied, angry, upset, sarcastic even? Are we just struggling and refusing to believe that it will get better? I know that it has become therapeutic in a way to kind of wallow. And this year has been hard. It's been hard for so, so many. But are we allowing God into our hearts? Are we allowing him to change the things in us that we cannot even hope would ever be changed? Because, and I might just spoil the whole thing for you here, but this is what the Bible tells us. This is what our faith tells us. This is what my personal experience in faith tells us. That God can change hard hearts. God can take the brokenness and make it beautiful. God can take the things that are driving you crazy, the things that you think you will never overcome, and he can give you the grace and the courage to surmount these obstacles. Now, before you think, okay, Olivia, you're very Pollyanna right now, I just have to say this. I will always be a hopeful person, but I will also be realistic. I've shared a little bit about how my dad was diagnosed with cancer, not once, but twice, because the pancreatic cancer came back. Did I have hope the first time? Not really. But in a very strange way, I had more hope the second time. And I don't know if it's just because of the incredible journey of faith that God allowed me to walk on as we got my dad to that first surgery, which my dad is recovering right now, praise God. But this is an amazing, a wondrous deed that most people don't even get to hope for. Most people don't even think could happen. So I just want to say to all of you that there are situations in life where we can be hopeful, but we can also be realistic. I was prepared to not have a great outcome for this particular surgery. And yet here he is. What a wonderful deed God has done. And then even more wondrous, well, on the same level of wonder, really, because life is amazing and life in any form is so, so good. Whether you are a man who is a grandfather or a very new baby, life is good. So when my husband and I unexpectedly found out we were pregnant with our fourth child, we were a little bit, well, confused and kind of alarmed because this wasn't our plan. But what a wondrous deed God has wrought for us. We couldn't have even hoped for this new baby because we didn't even know we wanted this new baby. Now, I have a little tiny announcement for you. I have three daughters. 
but I also have a son. That's right. For the first time in all of my pregnancies, I am for certainly having a boy. It's a pretty big deal around here to know that after three amazing, beautiful, wonderful daughters, we're going to have the new experience of raising a son. Something that until the ultrasound technician told me we were having a boy, I couldn't have even imagined. I couldn't have even hoped for it because my daughters are so wonderful. How could I ever hope for more? It just, before you start thinking that I'm crazy for saying that, I love my family and I love, love, love all children, whether they be boys or girls. I've been so blessed to meet so many wonderful, wonderful boys and girls and work with them. And I know each gender has their own specific needs and brings their own specific qualities to the table. And that's a beautiful thing. So my friends, this Advent, take some time and reflect on the greatest deed that we could never have hoped for. We could never have hoped that God would send his only son to redeem us from our sins. Our sins were not God's fault. Our sins are our own fault. And yet God loves us so much. He sends his only son in the most wondrous deed ever to destroy and shatter sin and death. And that's what Christmas is about. It's about God's incredible love for us and how his love comes down in the person of Jesus Christ who takes on human flesh and destroys sin and death forever. What a wondrous deed we couldn't even have hoped for. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Heart Home Faith. I'm your host, Olivia, and as always, I'm so grateful to you for being here. Thank you for your listenership. Would you do me a favor? Would you please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? Drop the word Catholic in there because, as Samantha Stevenson from the Spoken Women Podcast says, the algorithm is terrible at theology. And then, please, Text a friend, tell somebody on Instagram, let people know that you're listening and enjoying Heart Home Faith. As we journey through Advent and get closer to Christmas, each Monday I'll be looking back at the Sunday readings for the week and I'll be sharing just a little snippet of what's on my heart using that Lexio Divina framework of thinking about what word or phrase jumps out at me and why. I can't wait to share these gems of the liturgy of the word with you. I can't wait to share these gems of scripture with you. And so, my dear sisters in Christ, until next time, may you feel as loved as you are. And happy Advent.